Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Robbie Falk, who covers all things Mississippi State for 24-7 sports in the Starkville Daily, especially with it comes to uh, Mississippi State baseball. And Robbie, we appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. Uh, we're doing good, man. We're doing good. And uh, I know with uh, this series between Arkansas and Mississippi State, it's kind of a strange one, but Mississippi State hasn't had the year that they've probably wanted and they've made some moves, but just kind of looking at the whole season in general, why is that the case? Why has Mississippi State struggled as much as they have? Well, I think it, it's all kind of going back to the pitching. The pitching's been just downright bad for the last two years, um, and you can call it misevaluation. You can call it lack of development. You can call it um, coaching you know, philosophy, all of that, whatever it is, they just haven't had it. And I can't explain it because, I mean, you guys on the State pitching in 2021, I thought it was a, a pretty good year. It's a record in the count. Um, in the college series, they were really good. And two really good showings from Will Bednar and Landon Sims. They pitched it really well, defended it really well. And they just haven't been able to replicate that. And I think that's really trickled down to everything. For offense, the middle of the pack, play um, towards the top half of the league um, for the entire season as a whole. They hit for power. The guys that, that have really improved. Pitching's just been really bad. And, um, just kind of followed with it. And uh, that's kind of where the, why they are where they are. I mean, in, in this league, if you're really good at pitching, you know, the offense can kind of take care of itself. You don't have to be a great offensive team to be uh, a team that can contend. But if you can't pitch, even if your offense is great, you have no chance. And that's kind of what we're seeing with the state. Has there been a stretch of uh, the conference schedule where they have maybe played a little more consistent, or has it just been kind of up and down? Yeah, you know, I thought they pitched it fairly well at Ole Miss. I thought they pitched it okay against Alabama. Other than that, the pitching's not been good against anybody. The Friday night game against Auburn was really good. They held Auburn to two runs. Um, the Friday before that, they had held Ole Miss, I think, to three runs. So they had shown some promise in about a six-game stretch in the middle of the SEC season, and you kind of thought, okay, they're figuring out their – they're starting pitching. They're starting to get some guys healthy, and then it just just unraveled completely in those last two games against Auburn. They had a eleven to three lead going in the inning against Auburn on Saturday. Almost lost that game. They gave up, I think, seven runs in the uh, last inning and had to hold on. When that one threw up seven to two in the Sunday game, ended up in the ball game. Um, so it was just kind of a disastrous two days for pitching, and they weren't good at all against Tennessee in, in three. So it really kind of gone back to what were early on in the season, in the middle part of the season, and actually that kind of gotten worse in the last couple of weeks. So, Robbie, uh, the pitching, obviously, you mentioned uh, it's been pretty rough. They have an ERA of 6.62. It's dead last in the SEC, and – uh, honestly, uh, it led to just the recent firing of Scott Foxhall, who is, of course, the, the pitching coach. 
is how, how do you feel like that's going to be impacting, especially this weekend? Because you know you don't see very many firings happen in the middle of the season to a to a pitching coach or hitting coach or anything like that. Do you think it's going to improve it? And also, how is that going to be approached when uh, you know have a pitching coach? Is that something that uh, the head coach is going to take over? Just what's the dynamic there? Yeah, I don't really know what to expect, man. I, I really don't. I, there, there was some talk that. Um, at least in the rumor mill, not coming from Mississippi State, there was some talk that, you know, maybe they could get somebody to come in there and kind of finish out the season. I think Roy Oswalt was a, was a guy that was interested in helping Mississippi State and how he, you know, however much he could. But I don't I don't foresee that happening or anything like that. I think Mississippi State's going to just kind of roll with what they got. And I, I think one of the things that I've heard is you're probably going to see a lot of pitch calls from the catcher from a Ross Highfield or a Luke King, those guys are going to have a lot more responsibility uh, over the le- next three weeks. My point of view is I think it can get any worse. I mean, I, I hesitate to say that because, you know, I, you know, it very well could, but it's hard to believe it getting worse than what it already is. So you might as well give those guys that freedom, allow them to kind of grow as catchers a little bit and see what happens. I've noticed sometimes in sports, when you see some some kind of adversity in the middle of the season, coach fired, something like that, you tend to get kind of that last ditch effort come from from some of the players. A lot of rallying around each other, things like that. I think State's going to play hard this weekend. I don't know if they win the series. I don't know if they win a game, but I do think that they they will rally in some form or fashion. A little fight from them this weekend. I think we saw that with Alabama on Thursday night against Vanderbilt. So I mean, it would shock me if this team doesn't show some kind of signs of life this week against Arkansas. With the pitching struggling for Mississippi State, how has the offense responded at times? Well, you know, they've actually been pretty solid. Um, you know, there's been games where they get down in a hole and it's just it's really difficult for them to dig out of it. You have to change your whole approach. Whenever you get down early on in the ball game, we've seen that a few times in some games where State's gotten run ruled or they've gotten in a hole and never been able to recover. It's just tough sometimes as an offense when you know that your pitching staff is not going to give you a chance. Um, but I think this offense has shown a lot of promise. They got some pop one through nine in the order. Uh, they got some really good uh, young talent out there and. They're, you know, it's an offense that's dangerous. If it can get a little bit of pitching and they're on, I mean, they can play. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens this weekend. But they've, they've obviously got to be able to give the offense a little bit of a chance in this series. Speaking with Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports covering all things Mississippi State Bulldogs here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Robbie, we talked about the, the pitching coach being fired is – is there any? I mean, you talk about Chris Lamonis. Is he in, in any danger? Like, is he on the hot seat if he doesn't get it turned around? I know they just won a title a couple years ago, so it's crazy to think. But uh, I know that the expectation is always very high in Starkville. And uh, well, it's kind of his status. And how do people feel about him right now? Yeah, he. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of fans in the uh, in the fan base in this corner right now. To be blunt, I mean, it's just kind of. One of those deals where people just have kind of lost their faith in him after the last couple of years, but I think that he's still safe for this year. But 
I think all bets are off if something happens the rest of the season. You know, if they don't show any kind of fight, they don't show any kind of promise the rest of the year. Say they get swept in these last three series, it, you know, everything's on the table. Um, and it's kind of hard to believe just two years removed from the national championship, but he's very much on the hot seat, I think, uh, in regards to his job moving forward. I think next year especially, um, that seat is, is pretty hot for him. He's got to show uh, some major progress next year if he if he is able to make it through this season, which as of today, I believe that to be the case. Um, but, I, you know, you can never – you know, fully put your trust in that when you still have three weekends left. Uh, it can still get much worse. But, yeah, he's, he's definitely, um, you know, he's definitely in trouble going into next season uh, if he's able to kind of maintain where he is right now. How much does this roster change from last season to this season? And based off what happened last season, what were expectations coming into this season? Well, I think people expected to get back to the NCAA tournament. The uh, The hope was that last year was a fluke. You know, you had three big arm injuries. You had Landon Sims go down with the Thomas Young, State's pitcher, and one of the best pitchers in the country. Um, you had Stone Simmons, your best reliever, your best reliever go down with uh, Tommy John and also another one of your better relievers in Brooks Auger. Um, and you had just lost a lot of talent from that national championship team. So I think a lot of people were thinking, you know, that was kind of a fluke. Things went south, and sometimes it can unravel on you. They had had some success in the portal that didn't get the arms that they hoped. They, they battled with LSU for Paul Skeens, and they lost that battle, and that was a big miss for them. Um, had they been able to get a Paul Skeens, I think that things would look a little differently for them this year. But – they didn't get another guy anywhere close to that, and that's you know that they've been kind of fighting that battle ever since. So uh, it's definitely been way below expectations this year to have back-to-back seasons like this, and this is uh, certainly not acceptable within this fan base. So Robbie, speaking of the fans, just what do you expect the turnout to be this weekend? Have the fans still been coming to games? Pretty, pretty crazy, and you know having the good times there at Duty Noble, or have they made their uh, displeasure heard through not showing up to games and having some pretty scarce pr- crowds over these SEC weekends. I mean, it's actually been it, every SEC weekend. It's been pretty packed, um, and it's kind of you know, it's kind of crazy to see how that happens. But it was kind of the same way last year. I mean, they had kind of record numbers last year um, throughout the year. They had sixteen thousand plus there on Super Bowl weekend, the last home series against Ole Miss. And um, that whole series set a, a record um, for a three-game series at Mississippi State, and that 16,000 was the largest attended game ever. And that was between two teams that were at the bottom of the SEC West, State and Ole Miss. So, uh, you know, they haven't been home in a couple of weeks, so I don't really know what to expect this weekend, but so far you have not seen people you know, turning up their nose. I mean, people have still been showing up to these games pretty heavily. What what do you know about Arkansas coming into this matchup, and and how do you see the matchup overall? Well, I know that they're dealing with some of the same things the state is from an injury standpoint, but actually probably worse, which has made the job that David Horn's done there all the more impressive. Which I I still think that David Horn is one of the best coaches in the country because he's able to 
to kind of manufacture things and, and put things together to continue to have about the same kind of success almost every single year. That's been what's been so impressive to me about him. He's just so consistent. Um, so to be able to do what he's done with the injuries they have, the persistent injuries that keep popping up, and have a chance to compete inside the SEC West is super impressive. I expect that team to come in um, this weekend and be ready to fight. I know that they're missing uh, Peyton Stovall, I think, out. Don't really know about the rotation. Um, so I, I don't know what to expect on who they're going to put out there in the mound, who they're going to put on the field. But I know that Dave Van Horn recruits really well. I know whoever the, whoever's going to be out there is going to be a really talented player and State's going to have their handle. So it should be interesting, though. I think the injuries make it a little more interesting series. Uh, with Arkansas coming in, they're a, you know, a little banged up, and it's going to be I, I think a little more even playing field. But I still wouldn't, you know, go out on a limb and say the state's going to, you know, roll in this series or anything like that. I think it should be a competitive series, and I'm interested to see how state responds from this week. Yeah, also, uh, Robbie, uh, just to kind of switch gears with you a little bit, because I'm curious, with uh, Mississippi State, it seems like they got uh, a lot of newness, but a lot of uh, some good things going, because, of course, the basketball team this past year made the NCAA tournament. Uh, people seem to be pretty happy with Chris Jans. And then the football team, I know, the sad passing of Mike Leach, but they're donning a new era and trying to get things going with Coach Arnett. So just how do you feel like uh, in the other major sports, too, that uh, things are going for Mississippi State? Not very good for baseball right now, but it certainly seems like in basketball and football there's still some – some newness, but also some energy and some hope in both of those sports at Mississippi State. It is. You know, everything else has been pretty solid um, for Mississippi State athletics. And baseball has really surprisingly been the kind of the sore thumb. You know, tennis is hosting a regional today. Um, you know, softball had a big weekend last weekend against Kentucky. And then you have the um, the big sports, football, Coming off a nine-win season, it was a very tough offseason with the loss of Michael Leach. But Zach Arnett, I think, really gets, from what I've kind of gathered being around him, he's a guy that understands the you know the NIL piece, the things, the recruiting piece. He, he's really pushing Mississippi State players in the NFL. Um, and a lot of those guys are from the state of Mississippi, so he's put a lot of emphasis on that. I thought he hired a really good coaching staff uh, to, to help him out. And then basketball, both men and women, both have first-year head coaches that lead the team in the NCAA tournament. Both of those guys were able to get get a uh, contract extension and a raise this week. So, you know, things are going well for the other sports. I, I think the direction for all of those are kind of upwards. And we'll see how Zach Arnett's first season goes. I, I was impressed with what they did in the bowl game against Illinois, but now with a full SEC season, I'm really interested to see how things play out for him. How much do you expect that offense to change? Of course, you still have the same quarterback in Will Rogers, but uh, Mike Leach was the guy who ran the offense, so what do you expect to see there? Yeah, definitely going to be different. Uh, Kevin Barbet brings uh, kind of a mixed bag of offenses into uh, Mississippi State this year with his first offense here, and it's going to be more um, – oriented, but it opens up more explosive plays in the passing game than what we saw in the air raid. Um, you know, when the air raid would give you kind of like, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts, this is one of those offenses where, you know, a, a lot of people will, will run similar
Kyler style of this offense where you're going to establish a run game and that's going to open up those one-on-one opportunities. There's not going to be a whole lot of zone defense against Mississippi State like it has been in the past three years. Um, there's going to be some one-on-one plays down the field for the wide receivers and um, State's going to get back to that <clears throat> to that more um, up-tempo and uh, run-oriented offense that they would kind of grown accustomed to running when they had Dan Mullen and um, Joe Moorhead. So I, I think that it's going to be a good fit for this uh, uh, group of skill players, for Will Rogers, and for kind of the, the blue-collar mentality that Mississippi State has kind of possessed over the years to get back to that running game. I think that's going to make a lot of people happy. Yeah, it's fascinating because the SEC West is is really had a lot of turnover, of course, with Auburn, and they have a new coach, and we know uh, with Petrino at A&M as a new OC, and, you know, there's just a lot of uh, interesting things that could uh, be playing out, especially in the SEC West on the football side of things, too, but it's just kind of the nature of the beast, Robbie, but hey, man, we appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. Enjoy the weekend, man, and I'm sure uh, we'll be catching up with you later down the road. Yeah, guys, sure appreciate you. Great talking to you.